podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Rashford, he's in here. He scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scores. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only chance in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only chance in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Welcome to another episode of of Making United Great Again. Wow, I'm rusty. Um, I'm joined by four guests today. Um, how how are you doing, Seb? How you doing? Yeah, Elijah, you are super super rusty. My mom was going to say, "Welcome to Touchdown <laughs> Breakfast." Yeah, Elijah's about to say some next. Uh, uh, super rusty. So I'm saying, but yeah, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Aka, how are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Could have been better with the result, but. We move. Oh, yeah, I hear that. Then, Mariah, how you doing? Yeah, man, this is the third time I'm going to have to be talking about this club in the last three days. So, in all honesty, I've got it out of my system now and I probably can be a bit more rational than I was on, on Saturday. <laughs> and we're joined by a special guest, Said. How are you doing? Yeah, man, I'm not bad, man. Thanks for having me on, man. Of course, anytime, anytime. So just a bit of housekeeping before we get into it. Of course, if you're on the Discord, unfortunately for the United game, you would have seen that there were many bows directed at us, unfortunately. But um, yeah, join the Discord. The community is growing. So so many things there. Obviously, all all the club pods and there's boxing, there's racing, there's F1, sorry. But yeah, loads of stuff on there. So join join the community. Um, the YouTube that will be on there that that, that sorry that'll be up on Wednesday, so 
if you're more of a visual watcher, then got that. And then obviously our pa- our Patreon, we've got to the top ten of our top thirty now, so it's got it's got going to be heat heating up a bit with that. Uh, we've got we've got a special one this week, a court of agenda, with my boy nine nine a.m. But you know, we will see how how, how that goes. And um, yeah, we've got the co- content content coming for that. So sign up as quickly as possible because I need to eat. Um, yeah, I mean, there's no start, but um, that Everton game uh, since. It's your first time on sat side. We'll go to you first. Yeah. Um, how gut how gut <clears throat> was that um, last minute equaliser? How was that? Sorry. How gut wrenching was that last minute e- equaliser? Mm, it was it was low man. That was a dagger to the heart. That was um, you know what I mean I thought the game was wrapped up. You know, Twanzebe gave the semi final away. Um, and then I don't know what Aaron Maguire is doing, man. Listen, I'm I'm a, I'm a fan of Maguire, you know what I mean? It's crazy, people people think that, but I still think with a good centre-half next to him, a quick centre-back, he's a good, good centre-back, but I don't know what he's doing there, mate, you know what I mean? On the on the line, you know, he's not even on the line of Lindelof. He's trying to mark, he's trying to man-mark someone. I don't know who's trying to man-mark, but he cost us a game, man. And David Ayer doesn't come out again. You know what I mean? For me, he's weak, man, when it comes to that kind of, like, coming out from the back, man. He's very, very weak. Um, it's a calamity of errors, man. And it's just for me, just you know, it's for me, it's 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 kind of one of the things where you say to yourself, you know, what I mean, oh man, if only we kept on, what, you know, before a minute. But I think it's just an epitome of where we are, man. You know, I mean, in terms of this football club, the mentality is weak. Not enough leaders, you know. There's not enough people that can get the game by the scuff of the neck. You know, some of the decision making again. You know, certain players. You know, why not just hold the ball? You know, what I mean, there's a lot of. It's just very, very nervous. And when it matters the most, you know, it's just, you know, it just seems to crumble. And, you know, it's a good feeling. I think that's it for the season. I think Tyra is, is over for me. I think that was a key game where you have to win, put pressure on, on City. I think City played yesterday with a bit of swagger, thinking, you know what, let's go show them where we are right now. Let's go show them we can win the league. And, yeah, man, it's a good feeling. But I think that the players, they never had it in them. I think we were all just, like, you know, pretty gassed up. You know what I mean? Thinking... Yeah, we're top of the league, this and that. But reality, we knew what the problems were. And they're not going away, man. Especially with this manager, man. We're not, it's not going away, man. Whether you like it or not, it's individual errors. But, you know, it's just a mentality in the whole squad, mate. It's just dire, man. It's really, really dire. Uh, so, as you said, um, City won yesterday. They're now five points ahead with the game in hand. The game in hand against Everton, which they will likely win. So... It's an eight-point yep. gap. It's going to be tough to make up in that regard. But um, side up, I want to talk about the first half because we actually went in two new up. Yep. Um, but according to Solskjaer, these are his exact words. Yeah. First half, I felt we didn't play particularly well, but scored two fantastic goals. You go in at, yep. at the break two new up, feeling we have not hit where we could do. What do you think about that? Uh, again, man, you know, it's, it's. I thought we played all right. To be fair, I think I think Everton had a couple of chances, but you know. But then, what, what was the game plan second half? Then you know, what I mean, what, what's he trying to say then? You know, what I mean, if you're saying we didn't play well, then why did them boys come out that second half? You know, what I mean, backs against the wall, and 
You know what I mean? Not 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 on point, not not defending well. Do you know what I mean? How can you say that? For me, I don't know what he said. Honestly, man, sometimes it baffles me. Even when he said at the end of the game, he goes, um, you know, we're not we're not title contenders and all that, mate. You know, for me, you got to take all his word with a pinch of salt. You know, so uh, it, it baffles me again. You know what I mean? If he's saying that, and then you come out second half, is what has he said to the players at halftime? Then what has he said? As he said, you know, go out there, you didn't be playing well. Surely the boys would have come out second half on point, you know what I mean, ready and, and on guard. But it was the opposite. So, uh, listen, I, when Ollie says anything, I, I, sometimes I just take it and I'll be like, yeah, cool, cool. You know what I mean? Like, what more do you want me to say? Fair enough. Um, I'm going to open up that to the floor because I feel like that was a pretty good for first half. So what did you think about the first half performance? Um, I liked it. I liked it. Um, I thought that um, the formation they played helped us a lot. They went with the diamond, obviously, so we had a lot of space down the sides. Pogba was our deepest midfielder, so he, he was pretty cool, relaxed, just spreading it to shore, Wambasaka, Greenwood, whenever he had the opportunity, engaging with the physical battles with James, Decore, um, Andre Gomez. Uh, and in that regard, we looked really comfortable. First goal, good finish from Cavani. Uh, I think it's the first time this season he's taken it, his his first chance. And then the second goal, it's Bruno, isn't it? I didn't see him the whole first half. Comes up with <laughs> one of his goals of the season, and didn't, I didn't see him the whole second half. But uh, up until then, I thought it was going to be a, a walk in the park. To be honest with you, we've done well against Everton this season. Like they're they're pretty high up the table, but I think. Most of you will agree their form kind of flatters to deceive. They tend to not be that impressive, but they they manage to pull out results. And I think they're kind of one of the teams alongside us who really benefited from this kind of dodgy season where they've still, despite their patchy form, found themselves near the top. Um, so uh, when Pogba went down, to me, <clears throat> that was alarm bells uh, because the replacement, Fred, uh, absolute bum. <clears throat> oh shit! <clears throat> Pardon me, Fred. <laughs> Fred absolute bum. Even even saying his name is is messing with my voice. Um, absolute bum. Um, brings nothing to the to the team. Uh, no composure. No tactical discipline. He can't pass. He's not strong. He can't defend. He can't create. So uh, the minute that he came in to the midfield, I was I was a bit nervous. Um, and then we started the first half really shaky. Um. DDG, um, yeah, you lot can talk about DDG because I've spoken about him enough this weekend. But um, yeah, DDG's mistake was was criminal. But I think what compounded it was the fact that after that we didn't have anybody who could put their foot on the ball and just control it and just calm it down for like five ten minutes and just let us see out that period. Once they scored, all the boys were rattled. Nobody's going to put their foot on it between Fred McTominay and Bruno Fernandez. Which one of those three are you looking? At, to take the reins of the midfield and just protect protect the ball, protect the tempo, make sure the game slows down for a bit. None of them. And then Hamez grabs his goal because Fred seems to go on a walkabout, uh, leaves him uh, free. Um, and then, yeah, we still came back and we made it 3-2, obviously, which was good. Um, but then this is a combination of Oli and the players for the final goal. Not sure why he brought on Tuanzebe. Uh uh, made a silly foul. Maguire plays on their whole uh, whole attack, and then DDG again compounds it with a second error. So they had three shots on target, and they scored three goals. Man, 
that's not good enough. You should not be scoring three goals at home and, and not winning. Um, I have always felt that our, our position in the league has been a false image and a lot of games we've probably picked up points where we didn't deserve it. But just the manner of that that draw, was it felt like a loss. It felt like a loss. Um, just because you want them to be rewarded for when they actually do show up and play well and, and unfortunately they weren't. Fam, fam, I could not sleep, bruv, when I was fucking... <laughs> after, after that result, I couldn't sleep. Because you see me, yeah? All right, cool, like... I'm still this 21 and 21 type of guy. I know I was listening to a mugger last week and all of you guys folded, didn't it? You guys folded and you disrespected the thing. Uh, you know, I was, I was listening to, I was listening to you guys. And you're like, oh, you're like, oh, Seb. I heard Elijah's like, Seb's going to be pissed. I was like, yeah, fam, I'm listening to this mugger and I'm like, what? So, man, after, after a couple of games, man, I'm folding. I don't act like you was there a bit or whatever, but you wasn't confident, bro. You wasn't confident. You wasn't confident. I was never there, bro. I need a confidence, I I need a confidence hacker. So, you see me, yeah, like, because, again, I'm optimistic and uh, uh, about the league and whatnot. Yeah, man, I, I, it was some, it was very, very hard to deal with. And um, it's something I said on Discord. Um, one, I think, uh, and, and Mariah, you said that, I think, one, DDG sets the tone for the second half. Once that mistake happens, yeah, everybody's rattled. It's like, oh shit, like, you know what I mean? Because I thought we needed to score first, as I was saying on the Discord. I think, I thought we needed to score first and go free up. Yeah, because as soon as Everton score, and the fact that it's a bloody mistake, the pressure's going to come piling in. And that's where you need experienced players. The only experienced player that had won something was DDG, the guy who made the mistake. So he's rattled, yeah? So he's not even going to be a common influence from, uh, you know, the goalkeeper position. He can see everything. He's already just focusing on his game. So I think because we didn't have no experienced players um, in, in that situation, I think these are the things that are going to cost us. These are the type of games games where you miss an old school Michael Carrick. Do you know what I mean? You know Michael Carrick that can maybe, you know, control the tempo, slow it down a bit, pass the balls, you know, break lines or whatever, catch someone on the counter and, and, and play a killer pass. And I think we was really, really missing that. And in regards to like Maguire's mistake, yeah, Maguire does something, yeah, and I broke it down yesterday, is Maguire is... He, in his head, he knows he costs £80 million. So what he does is he doesn't play football. What he does, he plays hero ball. Yeah, hero ball means that he's going to forget every single tactic or everything he's learned in the art of defending and try to save the team. Yeah, so for him playing on the keeper, in his head, he's thinking, I'm the last man. I can I can make a difference. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Forget the line. I'm just going to be the one to clear it. I mean, instead of playing the line, and if the goal goes in, it goes in. Nobody can blame you. He's like, you know what? Let me stay here because I'm going to be in a position to clear it just in case. Not knowing he's kind of fucked the team up. And the thing is, he's done that before. He's done that before. He's done that before. I think it was last year against... He's done that before plenty of times. I remember one time when he pushed somebody out the way, trying to head it. He's done these things many times, trying to be the hero because he costs so much and because he's the captain. Whereas if he just plays his role, he relaxes. Fair enough, the first mistake happens or whatever, he can put something out. But I think there's panic there. And that's where you that's where you need calming influences, whether at centre back, whether at centre mid. You need somebody who's been there, done it, that can just say, Guys, chill. 
you know what I mean? Well, but the whole team was rattled. Like, and I didn't see nobody talking, grabbing anybody. Funny enough, we laughed, Jordan Henderson, uh, 12 shots a game or whatever. But we're going to hear, if that happens, yeah, more time, Jordan Henderson's going to say something. Do you know what I mean? Whether they get beat or not, because they got battered the other day. But nine yeah, times out of ten. Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't say that the other day. But nine <laughs> times out of ten, even Jordan Henderson, and he's like, I, I don't rate him. He's going to say something. We needed somebody in the middle that's just going to say, lads, you know, calm down. It's it's 2-1, let's go, let's play the game. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's literally all we're needing. And, um, yeah, man, that result had... Brother, I, I, I woke up at 4 a.m. I just thought it was a dream. I checked the result. You know, on the FPO app and that, I see a 3-3. Free, free. I was like, fuck! Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I was pissed. I was pissed. I was so pissed, man. But it killed me as well. Yeah. It killed me. Killed your, me. Stream, your stream was slightly ahead of everybody else's. And I yeah. just heard you... I heard you whisper, oh, they scored. I'm hoping I didn't hear that. And then and the I worst thing about the whole slide in, I just like, oh, the worst thing about man. Discord, yeah, is that because everybody's on, you can't come off in it. I wanted to yeah. come off so bad. <laughs> I wanted to come off Discord so bad, but I had to take the slaps. You I'm have to. So you pissed. Have to. I was so pissed, yeah. Oh, bro, mm, but yeah, man. man. Imagine oh. me, I'm there writing my report. I change everything, bro. Oh, yeah, you were writing shit. I'm going change everything, bro. Oh, man. <laughs> but, um, I can't. There was someone mentioned there. Um, he's cost us, he's cost us again. Um, De Gea. Um, those two mistakes. Um, he was, apparently, he was supposed to be having a decent season compared to his last two. Um, what do you think about him and just going forwards after that game? Um, De Gea, man, what can you say? He's been at the club for 10 years and he's been a good servant, but these last two, three years, the thing is, during his peak years, when he looked good, the team was absolutely diabolical. So he stood out head and shoulders above everyone else. Now, everyone else in the team and the team as a club, we've sort of fixed up to some extent. So he's just another piece in, in the wheel now. He's another cog in the wheel. But you're seeing his, his his deficiencies more and more. Like these deficiencies have always been there. I used to get sick three four years ago to say this guy has got clear deficiencies in his game. I.e., he's physically he can he can get he can get out muscled. He doesn't come off his line. His distribution has got slightly better, but it's quite pathetic compared to the likes of Edison and Allison who are starting attacks for their teams. I know Allison wasn't yesterday, but on the whole. Um, De Gea is just not at the level he was three, four years ago. The only thing he's always been is an elite shot stopper, and even that's going now. And the thing is with the keeper as well, it's such an important position because if the keeper is jittery, the whole of the team is jittery. And Lindelof and Maguire are not strong enough mentally and as a partnership to hold it down if De Gea is doing that flap city at the back. I think what upset me the most about the result and why we're so gutted is because how many saves did De Gea make? How many shots did Everton have? Nothing. They had three shots. They scored, and De Gea gave them two goals. Like they didn't. They didn't you know land a goal. Yeah, without Calvert Lewin. Sorry to jump in. Is that if he just left it, it goes out for a throw on that first one. <laughs> ridiculous. Exactly. Yeah, the first one. Yeah. You know what? Even even before the free kick, like the last minute free kick, I thought to myself, and I jinxed it. I thought to myself in my head, I thought Richarlison and uh, DCL have been quiet as hell today, and they've been quiet against us in all three games this season. And then that goes and happens. One mistake. Um, but like like Saeed said as well, the team is weak from from back to front. We are weak mentally. And I said a few weeks ago, if you want to go in a title race, if you want to believe in your 21 and 21, 
you need Pogba and Bailly. And lo and behold, Pogba and Bailly were not on the pitch. And and you saw, you know, like, we, there's a calamity of errors. Like, no one knew what they were doing in the last two, three minutes. Are we holding the ball? Are we attacking for a fourth? Juan Bissaka could have gone down the line, just gave the ball away in field. Axel, I see why he made the foul. First of all, I don't know why he was on the pitch. If we've, you know, we all know if you make a sub, you give 30 extra seconds to the opposition. Why make the sub in the 92nd minute? And if you're going they to make weren't a... creating, they weren't creating chances. Yeah, it was it's, not like, it's not like a sub shopping. for the sake of a sub for the sake of making a sub. A, a sub for what? For giving them extra 30 seconds. Well done. They got the extra 30 seconds. They got an equaliser. We dropped two mm. points. Well done. Why are you changing? Especially what? Especially what has been through. What it's been through. I, I called mm. it as if for me. It, you know what? Was, yeah, it's but, like, I, I said put Bruno on the right. Play match in the middle. You know yeah, what I mean? Get then get match on. Uh, Bruno on the right. Elijah. That's what I love to hear. That's what I love to hear. <laughs> you know, for the last closing oh, minutes, man. you know, you can afford to put Bruno on the right and then just hold it on for a little bit and then put match in the middle. Then he can play centre back when when it goes to a back three. You know, then he can deal with it better. But you know, this is the foul that Axel does it all the time. He did it against PSG. He did it against um, what's it called um, the Turkish team. He does it a lot okay. of time. He gives up way meaningless, meaningless fouls. How does Oli not see that? You know that he gives away meaningless fouls. He knows we're gonna calm person in match in there, and then you win the game. So these are the decisions that you live and die on. You know what I mean? And you know it's it's, it's stupid, it's, 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 it's stupid, stupid decisions. And it's why it's why we're not gonna win the title because you can't keep getting away with doing stuff like this. And yeah, in in that team that finished the game on Saturday, there was no one that had that calmness about them, and that could have been mm. a Pogba. Or it could have been a match, you know. Match could have, you know, I think match would have seen the game out much better. We would have seen the ball out much better. We would have been a lot calmer. But it's like we don't have a, a plan or a clue. Like we just sort of play on vibes. And even at two one, yeah, even at two one, you saw it. Like we were jittery, man. We knew you just knew they were going to equalize, and lo and behold, a minute later they did. Um, the team needs a, a calming influence, and De Gea is not the one for me, unfortunately. And there's not many in that team. That Harry Maguire's not the one. You pay eighty million for a centre back. Exactly. That's the thing, though, Aka. You know, who bought these players, though? You know, fifty million or one Bissaka. Yes, I think he's a quality player, one for the future. But is he a title winning? You know, I mean, right back. Is he someone I can say to yourself for a season is going to win you the league? You know, he bought Harry Maguire. Listen, as as much as I say he's a, he's a good defender, when you put him next to a good quality like centre back like Bayi, he looks better. Eighty million was on your watch. You know, what I mean, Lindelof persistence with Lindelof. It's on your watch. You know, so. And then you've got McTominay and Fred, who, for me, last 20, 20 minutes, were sitting so deep. They were next to Maguire and Lindelof, you know. So, it's one of those decisions where you're thinking, like, you know, how much more money do you give the manager or give the board to say, you know what, do you, does anyone here trust the board to go buy a centre-back? I don't. You know what I mean? So, it's like, they're going up, today someone's going on about um, buying um, Konate from, um, from uh, Leipzig. Has anyone seen his injury oh. record at? Yeah. Uh, Leipzig, it's horrendous. So what's the board doing buying a centre back? Gerard is injury prone. When you've got Bayern, Twanzebe still can't get a game. It's it's crazy, man. This this board are crazy, mate. But um, yeah, I don't think the hell. I saw a stat today. Um, he has the second worst uh save percentage in in the league. He's only being out by Rui Patricio, and that's by. By like 0.5%, and um, his post shot XG, which measures the difficulty of shots, is just below zero. So he's basically been performing like an average key keeper this season. So, um, at the end of the day, we 
we're seeing what we're seeing with De Gea. He's an average mm. keeper right now. He has been for the past two seasons. Um, going forward, would you like to see Henderson in there? I think he deserves a run because I know you're going to say he's not ready but I feel like the reason why we're, see, we're saying that is because he's in the team and he's at the team he's in the team he's at the team United and goal, then he's in the team remember that Sheffield United yeah goal? but I'm saying in regards to yeah 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 I definitely I definitely remember that but for Sheffield United for literally 95% of the season he was sick do you know what I mean? So I, I think he definitely deserves a run. Like I, I think it's one of those ones. Yeah, it's the pressure in it. It's like if I make a mistake, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna play. But then he makes a mistake and then he doesn't play. Yeah, do you know what I'm trying to say I personally think he's got enough about him to go on a run because for Sheffield United again for 95 percent of the season he was absolutely unreal and hence why everybody was like oh bring him in, bring him in, bring him in, bring him in, and then obviously he had like a, a maybe like a poor few games uh, towards the back end of the season. I, I, he may not be ready, but I can't do this De Gea thing anymore because even on corners, like how can a tactic, yeah, how can a tactic for smaller teams be our oh, stand on our keeper? Do you know stand how mad that is? Like, it's yeah. not Sunday League. They're saying, stand on the hill. That's mad, you know. That, that makes no sense. Like, stand on the hill. After 10 years. After 10 years. I remember, the same time. remember, remember that picture, title. yeah. We lost the league title in 2012. Yes. This is our tactic. And we're going to lose another league tactic. title. For the same tactic nine years later. Yeah. Fuck it up. But the same uh, thing is, God, the same principle. The same principle is, will Lindelof drop? Will, will, will Ole Solskjaer drop Lindelof? The same principle is, will Ole drop De Gea? These are two big decisions, yeah, that Ole Solskjaer won't do, and that is the difference. We can all shout, we can all say Henderson and whatnot, but it comes down to the manager: will he drop them? That's the problem, though, and I don't think he will. I don't think he's got the backbone to do it. Mm. Uh, I think. Listen, the thing is, it, it, it comes down to me. The hair is trending downwards, and Henderson, yep. no matter what he is, he's only going to get better. He's what, 23, 24? Um, yep. He's a better keeper, and we just need to decide if. Because even if he ends up not being good enough for us, he's English. You're looking at the landscape for English goalkeepers. Unless he falls off ridiculously, at some point he's going to be the England number one keeper. So he'll have resale value if he's not necessarily Manchester United level. You still get 30, 35 million from him from a top eight, top 10 Premier League side. But this De Gea thing has to end. Uh, the only issue is when you're paying him almost 400k a week, um, he ends up being a very, very expensive bench player. Um, so we 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 kind of shot yeah, ourselves we'll ball, because there was, there was no there was no market for him when we gave him that contract, and that contract was very much a thank you for all your service. But in no other industry do people pay you for what you did before. I'm always going to pay you for what you <laughs> for what you're going to do going forward. Like if I went to my manager and was like, I want a pay rise, I couldn't say, oh, I did this, I did this, I did that. I'd have to say, I'm going to do, I'm going to do, I'm going to do. And and now who's gonna buy him? Like P- why would PSG buy him? Who's gonna buy a goalkeeper who's on four hundred k a week? A wash goalkeeper on four hundred k a week. We just gotta eat that one, man. Unfortunately, yeah. um, but just we would have been able to flog him, man. We would have been able to flog him, yeah, if he didn't make the mistakes. Yeah. Who's going to buy him on his wages, though? It's, it's another Ozil. Sorry to cut you off. Not, Sammy, nobody anymore. It's another Ozil, you know, no. this, you know. It's another Ozil. Who's going to go on a bag to get 400 grand a week? Or how much you say it was on? Now we're fucked. Yeah, now we're fucked. <laughs> so, so, we're kind of screwed. 
You know what I mean? I mean not, even ki- not even kind of fully. <laughs> God. I mean, he's on. He's got two years left on, on his contract. Oh, he's got his, two years, yeah. Same yeah, as Ozil. What? So is that twenty? So is that twenty twenty three? Yeah. Yeah, twenty twenty three. Um, we have an option. We have an option of another year, so you know, United will probably take that up. Woodward is extending that. <laughs> you, you know, that probably take that up. So it's probably going to be three years left. Um, yeah. uh, it's just, it's just it's a mess. This, it's this management though from the top as well. Like you've known about Henderson for years. Henderson comes from an academy team that had Rashford, McTominay, and Twanzebe in it. These guys were tipped to make the first team. Henderson has been tipped to make the first team for years. Yeah, we just throw that out the window and like Mariah said, we're going to reward him with 400k or whatever because he's been a loyal servant and he's yeah. been outstanding for the middle part of the last decade. But like I said, he's, he's only got one yeah. outstanding attribute and when we were crap, we used to get peppered at goal. So that, that attribute came to the fore. Now we're oh. a much better team defensively. I know it doesn't seem like it, but we are. We take less shots on goal. We, yeah. we score more goals. We have the ball a little bit more. We make more chances. We don't concede as many chances at our goal. So De Gea is going to get, you know, he's going to get exposed a lot more. We're not seeing the games like Arsenal where he takes 15 shots. He is now picking the ball out of his net three times a day. That's it. That's all he does. But you know Henderson, he's on 120 grand a week as well, you know. Henderson's on yeah. 120 Talk grand. Ridiculous again. And Romero's on what? How much is Romero on? 160. Oh, 60, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Half a mil a week on yeah. goalkeepers. It's a madness that you know. It's a madness, man. And I swear, I swear we've got uh, we've we've got a young boy that's out on loan in it. But apparently uh, the the young keeper yeah, is we, sick. Apparently we, it's hard. We called him back um, because he was at some relegation team. I think it was at Swindon, and we called yeah. him back, and then he had a stinker in his first game back. But is he, yeah. yeah, apparently it's hard. He's good. Yeah. But, uh, apparently he's good, but we'll yeah. see what happens. But um, it's not all do- doom and gloom. That game actually did make us forget the fact that we had the record-breaking 9-0 win in the midweek. Um, Does it mean anything, though? Does it mean anything after that? <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? It's sour. I, it's sour. You know what I was thinking? Like, after we went to f- like 5-6, I was like, you know, don't be stupid and score like Bear against these men and then don't win the next game, please. Like, are you scoring? <laughs> Bear the goals. Twelve goals, twelve goals against across two games, and you're only coming out with four points, man. Um, yeah, we can talk about it. God, Elijah, I mean, do your thing, man. The reason why the reason why we we'll, we'll talk about because nine nine a.m. I mean, he got his two goals. He doubled his tally for the season. Is he back? Bamiyang numbers. He's not back. Um, like I said on the Discord, like I said on the main pod yesterday as well. Um, basically, when he came on against ten men, eight halftime. That told me that Cavani was going to start against Everton and Oli was resting him because the game was won. And um, B, um, or two, whichever one I said before, um, basically Oli was saying, listen, you're a piece of shit. I need to know how much of a piece of shit you are. If you can't do anything against 10 men, then you're absolutely done. You're absolutely done. We've got nothing left to do with you. Um, and he ended up showing that he's, he's not that much in the mud. He, he grabbed two, could have had about four. Um, but he generally obviously benefited from the additional space and time because it just seems like everything he does, he takes too long. Like, 
instead of taking a touch, quickly turning and shooting, he's taking a touch. His touch isn't as sharp as it used to be, or it usually is, should I say. Then the turn is slowed and it gets blocked. The angle goes really quickly. So um, I think for him, we have to see what he does against uh, West Ham, really. Let's, let's give him another start against West Ham uh, and see if he's actually turned the corner. That's actually brought his confidence up. But in terms of my thoughts on him, um, that those two goals haven't changed anything for me, in all honesty. Exactly the same. But um, not just Martial. Um, I did think it was a performance to be slightly proud of, of the fact because we've faced 10 men loads of times and we have been shocking against them. We failed to break them down. Um, do you think that was more due to Southampton's style or it was just us actually putting some pressure on Seb? I, I think I think we played good. Like I think again, uh, as I said, yeah, is when the team goes down um, to ten man, the exercise of the game becomes so. It's not just to win; it's to close the goal difference. Yeah. So regardless of how you play, the exercise has now changed. Yeah. So just score as many goals as you can. Yeah. The fact that you score nine goals, you've exceeded any type of expectation. So I can't give any critique to that performance. I think we moved the ball side to side really well. We penned them in. They barely had a chance. Um, we've done everything we should do. And for me, that's obviously a sign of improvement. Yeah. It's a sign of improvement that we're not as shit as we used to be. Yeah. And we're able to break down teams that are in a low block. The difficult thing is now, again, as Mariah said, we fucking score these many goals and in the next game, you know what I mean, we don't win. But then now we're actually starting to see, okay, our attack is taking us to where we need to, to be, but our defence is playing against uh, us. See, yeah, that's what I don't agree. Yeah. I don't, I don't uh, agree. Because you, you look at our attack, Greek, mm. Rashford is carrying the attack and his numbers aren't amazing. you got, Marshall's got four league goals, Greenwood's got, what, one or two? Cavani's doing his bit here Bruno. and there. And it's, um, yeah, come on. Bruno is a phenomena. <laughs> he'll get the same amount of goals no matter what team or what system he, he plays in. He's getting his goals, he's getting his numbers regardless against the flow of, against the flow of play, whatever it may be. But when I look at our attack, do you see a cohesive attacking system that is built for us to no, regularly create chances? And then, and then, and then you look at the midfield. Is is the midfield stable, or do we have a couple of individuals who are special players and are able to go out there and do special things at moments in the game? And then you look at the defense. Is it a secure defense? Are we able to actually keep a clean sheet? I don't see any area of the pitch in which we excel. For me to say this team has re- really made any ground, you, Aka, you're you're looking back. But what area of the pitch do we excel in? Don't just say we're getting results. Like what area of the pitch do we actually excel in? That you can say they I think attacking wise, we are <laughs> we're getting better. Like like I said to you before we came on live, the stats are showing that we are making chances more than anyone else. We're scoring goals more than anyone else. We're having more shots than anyone else. Albeit as Bruno pop shots thirty yards out, but as an attacking unit, like in the last few weeks, the last couple of games, sorry, I've seen uh, the right side become more effective. You can't tell me Wan Bissaka and Mason Greenwood weren't more effective. Luke Shaw's been a revelation this year. On the left I, need, I need a bigger sample size than three games. It's coming, though, right. games. coming. I, I need a bigger sample size than three games. I need a bigger sample size than three games, 23 games into the season. So, your sample size is 49 goals. LVG, in his second season, scored 49 league goals in the whole season. We have scored 49 league goals 
Oh, I'll be waiting for Mark. 23. We have scored 50 goals we're, almost. We're right. getting better. It's not just rapid. Yeah, magic. Problem, we're we're getting magic. Better. We are getting better as an attacking unit. <laughs> How? Even the defence. I mean, on the pitch. On the pitch. Tell me on the pitch where you see, in what way do you see a better attacking unit? Please. I, I think last no, no, couple of games no, no, we, no, we no, attacked no, exactly. when, you're watching, when you're watching us, how, how are we a better attacking unit? We have, we're making more chances. We're scoring more goals. We're more goals. I, we, I'm seeing that with my own eyes. Mm, man, I nah, man. Do you know what? Bro, I, I just want to be negative, man. Don't worry about that. I don't want to be negative. I can't pretend to be what I don't see, man. Let me say this. Um... I do believe, like, even b- before we score a goal, I, ne- I, n- I never feel like, ah, oh, we're about to score. It just comes out of r- random, really. It, it, like, e- even the bro, first goal like, for, for... Bro, there's no pattern, there's no rhyme or reason <laughs> to it. It's just players out there doing stuff. They're just out there doing stuff. This is what I mean. It's Rashford individual moments are brilliant. It's Bruno individual moments are brilliant. It's Pogba creating chances. That, to me, is not a sustainable way to play football. You're going to get caught out with it more often than not. I've said, when you were saying 21 and 21, I was saying we're going to regress to the mean because the same way these individuals are winning new matches based on their individual quality, the games that, there will also be games where it doesn't come off for them, which is when guys are like, oh, Rashford, why did you take that chance? It's like, we can see, we can see the three goals, bro. Like, we should, we, we can see this three goals. The game against Everton, the game against Leicester, you're hearing the same thing. You go back to last season, the game against Southampton. I just don't see which areas of the pitch we excel in for me to say that we're a good team. We are okay-ish all over the pitch. We have really good individuals, but we're okay-ish all over the pitch. We're good at scoring goals, though. We're ah! Goals, goals, goals. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. We are, we are. Do you understand? We've got, we've scored the most goals. All right, it's a bit skewed by the nine nil, but we were there or thereabouts for top scorers. We are now on our own. We are the top scorers in the in the country in the league. We are top scorers. We're gonna get about how many games left? Fifteen games left. We're scoring at two a game. I think we're gonna get about eighty to ninety goals this year. That's crazy when you think about what we've had to yeah. witness in the last. I bet, five you, we do. I bet you we don't. I bet you we don't. don't. I bet you 20 goals we don't break... I bet you 20 quid we don't break 80 goals this season. That's 30. How many games are there? 15? 15. I'll have it. Go on. We'll have a bet. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help you even more. With the Credit Karma Money Spend Account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot, and your Instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Open your FDIC-insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. 
Right now, visit creditkarma.com backslash win money to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash win money to sign up for free and start winning. That's creditkarma.com slash win money. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. So I'll take that back. All right, cool. Take well done. I, take it. I, 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 I bet that car. <laughs> I bet you two. I bet you both, man. I bet you both, man. Well, love you. Yeah, love God, you. Up, man. Ahead, man. I love it. <laughs> All right, Sat. Said, what do you think about our attack? Listen, uh, I agree with both both aspects of the uh, argument. I think you know oh, we thanks. are scoring a lot of goals. We'll break eighty. Okay. I think we are scoring a lot of goals. Um, it is attacking, you know. I mean, some some ways it is attacking football. You know, we are trying to, but I still believe, like as like uh, the brother says there, man. Like for me, it's still you know moments FC in terms of you know when the attack comes, it's almost if we're surprised it's happened. You know, like we shouldn't be having to think about that Rashford chance. I think, oh man, if he scored, it would have been four two. You know, we should be able to, to you know, be another attack on there. You know, I mean, another goal, another kind of a moment to say, you know what. There's a there's a there's a chance to say we could have killed it off, and I feel like that's a that's a problem. We're still like you know searching for that missing piece just to kind of fix it all together, and I feel like I don't I don't know if this season if we're gonna have because last season it was a case of um, our defense was the third best in the league last season, you know our attack might be second best in the league after City or you know, so can can Oli do both until we do both. Then we won't win the league, and that's the main difference. City are doing arguably both the scoring goals and the keeping at the back, maybe one goal here and there. So that's the aim, and I feel like for me, even last season, even even sorry, saying even even no, last go for it, season, go for it. you can't tell me that was the third. That was the third best defense in the country. Our stats are a false image. This team is an absolute. <laughs> I can't explain it. You yeah, cannot well, tell me that was the third best. You can't even tell me that was a good defence last season. You can't tell me well, that. Well, I know. Yeah. But I think, I think more people finish. bottled it, though. A lot of people bottled it. Wolves bottled it. Chelsea bottled it towards the end. Leicester bottled it. So it's a kind of... We were the, probably the best of a, of a bad bunch, in, in all honesty. But it, it, it goes again, man. The attack will always be there, but the problem is, man, you know what I mean? I don't want it to be a case of Rashford is having good games and then the rest of them are not having good games. You know what I mean? I want it to be a, a collective unit. You know what I mean? And, that until we get that, and I think that's what we're not going to be doing. Like midfielders, like now, who's scoring goals from the field apart from Bruno? Like is has got yeah, McTominay's got a little bit of a run, but Pogba. you know it's like, probably well, Pogba's out now for a month, so but he's scoring. Though your question was who's scoring inside him? Well, McTominay well, will do it, but we scored forty nine goals. We scored forty nine goals, but we're, we're dead and saying who's scoring the goals. The team is scoring the goals. That's yeah, but how many? How many has Bruno got, and how many has the rest got? So Bruno's got thirteen. Russia's got how many? What eleven? Ten. Yeah, right, how the rest got? Eight. All right, Martial's got, Martial's got seven or eight. Martial's got Cavani's four. Done five, I think. Scoring. And Cavani's scoring goals from Hal Mariah. The scoring goals by getting balls in the box. But that's the part of the play. Cavani's scoring. Uh, just, just run me. Just get that 20 quid prepared for me, brother. That's all I'm... Uh, <laughs> I, I still think there, there needs to be more goals in there. I think Van der Beek, if he was playing, I think Van der Beek would get you 10 goals. The yeah. problem is he's not, he's not getting a sniff. And he probably still won't get sniff even if Pop was out, but that's another question to be to be held. Maguire's got three, four. The defense is contributing. Wambasaka's got two, one, two. 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 
for a right back, it's not a bad return. There's goals everywhere. I come. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> I mean, you 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 were speaking yeah. about the defense. Um, at this point last season, our defense was pretty bad as well. I think we had kept two clean sheets at, at this point. This time last season, and then we just went on a run of clean sheets because Matic came in, and then we just got a bit more steady in that regard. So who knows? It might ha- happen again. And we might have the third best defence in the league again. And we somehow might sneak the title. But maybe I'm just being optimistic. But um, we've got a game tomorrow, FA Cup. The games come thick and fast, unfortunately, especially when you have a result like we did. Um, it's, it's the fifth round. Uh, it's against West Ham, a resurgent West Ham team, who have been pretty decent in the league this season. Um, it's going to... It's at home. Um, what, what do you think is going to happen? How, first of all, how, how do you think we're going to set up, and how do you think the game's going to play out? This is the. I want to see. I want to see the second. Yeah, I want to see the the second string come in. So Henderson get a run out. I want Tuanzebe to have a start. I want is, Teller sure? to come in. Yeah, I want Teller to see. My thing. Everyone's saying hide him. I don't get the point. What's the point in hiding him? No, my my argument is second string, second string. Are you sure? But when when reality won't win the Premier League, Europa League's fifty fifty. FA Cup's probably the best option you can win a league to win a cup. You know. Yeah, that's to, to be a combination. I think we're in a top. I think we're in a top four race now. I think that's more important. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what? more important. Like what? I think what, I, more than a cup. I dropped. So if you told me fifth. An FA Cup and fourth and no cup. I'm taking fourth and no cup. Yeah, no, hundred percent. But I think like we should aim for both. I think we could do both. Man United should always be doing both. You know what I mean? No matter what, you know what I mean. No matter agreed, what manager. But, agreed. But I think guys like Rashford, Bruno, Maguire, Shaw. I'd rather they were. I'd rather they were rested. Um, bring in Van der Beek, who's barely played. Bring in Matic. Uh, bring in Tellez. Uh, Bailly, are you fit? I think Oli mentioned that he he he's kind of if or but. He, so bring him to he said he's closer than Pogba. Then afterwards he said Pogba's out for a few weeks. That was cap. So, that I was mean, cap. When I read that, when I read that, 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 that is he trying to is he trying to make us think Pogba's not as badly injured as he is, or yep, does that yep. mean that? Yeah, and then it was it ended up being that because it was a muscle pull, man, and the muscle pull you're gonna the idea of him coming off on Saturday then being able to play again on Tuesday is ridiculous. So I'd I'd switch it up definitely, man, and and look to get our our league form right again and. Let the chips fall how they may in the FA Cup, man. But I'm not a guy who really cares about the FA Cup, in all honesty. I mean, it's good for two things to stop a drought and to combine it with the Premier League or the Champions League. Apart from is, that, historically, it's our competition, though. Historically, it, it's in our competition. Well, yeah, Arsenal is in the last decade and they're overtaken us, sadly. But yeah. the FA Cup is our competition, it's always been our competition. We used to win it regularly. Up until the last 15 years, where it's, the world just sort of gone dry. Um, just on the, the team selection, Mario, Maguire has to play because that's how West Ham play. They've got Suchek and they've got Antonio. The yeah. physical, in your face, Brexit football, long ball. We have to play Maguire. Yeah, play. Antonio's going to run in ragged, man. Antonio's going to run in ragged because he Maguire can't run, in the channel. That is a bad <laughs> thing. He's going to run there, man, ragged. I think Maguire. I think Maguire we don't, we don't, we don't defend set pieces well anyway. Suketch will get a goal off a set piece. 
or he'll make a third man run and grab a goal, man. I don't want to see Maguire. Sorry, I just need him to not play. He plays every single game. He doesn't rest. I just need to not see him for one game, please, man. But he won't rest because you know why? Because it kind of um, it makes Oli. For me, you know, I mean, the, the centre backs look suspect to get even more. Like, I, I know Maguire is not the best centre back, you know, in the club still. But you know, if you, you take out Maguire, you put Lindelof and Twanzebe. Are you confident in Lindelof and Twanzebe? Is anyone confident in them too? That partnership could not head the ball to save themselves. But there you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, we're not blessed with the depth, yeah, to, to kind of change that centre-back, especially if it becomes like an aerial battle. Twinzebe, yeah. I think he's just, um, he he's a product of not playing games. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I actually yeah. think he's actually a good player. But when you don't play games or, or, or whatnot, you, you're going to be rusty, man. Especially as yeah. a centre-back and a young centre-back. He's missing key he development. He never rests Maguire. He never rests yeah. Maguire. Maguire yeah. plays he, the big games and the small games, man. So Zerbe should yeah. definitely be uh, in the mix and getting more minutes and, and kind of getting right used to the space of the game. What do you say, sorry? I think that Twan Zerbe is going to play right back. I know, but that's horrible, man. Oh, like, I used no, to see the centre yeah, back. Yeah, he's there, Bowen. That's not good for his development, man. We're just shoehorning oh, yeah. him in. Just saying what he's supposed to do. I think yeah. he's going to start right yeah. back tomorrow. Possibly, man. Possibly. Like, possibly. Um, but I just definitely, I definitely feel like uh, Tunzebe definitely needs a run in. Because I've seen him have unreal games. He, he had an unreal game against PSG. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, so there's something actually there. Like, was it unreal? Was it a case of he was nah. in the back three? You know what I mean? Nah, he was Honestly, listen, listen, he's a local lad, mate. Listen, I'll defend <laughs> he him. Was I'll defend that game. Monsters, man. He listen, was exceptional in Paris. Nah, honestly, man, you know what it was there yeah, for me? I, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to give um, Twanzebe too much slack, but when I looked at him more and more, I thought I thought one Bissaka had a better game than him. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I think one Bissaka helped him out a lot in that game. He was allowed to have a good game because he was covering him. Yeah, you know, he looks better than back, really really back three, though. What does that say about him? Though he probably looks better than back three. So why don't we try a back three for the game? Nah. But there you go then. So what do you do with Twanzebe then? That you can't play the back two. That'll be scary. But there you go. You can't play the back two though. You can't. You, no, no, no. He, he, he can. He can. He has barely played in the back two. The problem is, is that he was out injured for a long time. Like the PSG game was his first game in what like eight, nine months and then on top of that he's not getting games regularly so he's not getting back up, up to speed. He is so the problem is, though, when you get a game time though sometimes you have to take advantage of it and you know you can yeah, talk about all you want. I, I know, you know I mean? I've seen centre-backs come in know, and they've given, given a game and then they make it count. The problem is you know when he comes in if he's making the mistakes and he keeps making the same ones by the way it's not as if you them rusty centre-backs that make you know them kind of half a yard and missing the pay he's making silly silly tackles and I will and I will back to one day because he's a local lad and I want him to do well but you know he's making the silly tackles that for me in the highest level you cannot do that I'm afraid and well, that's what this is with David has a product with the scenarios he's been brought into and the over-exuberance and that feeling that he has to impress and he has to be aggressive. Because he's well, yeah, his, yeah his, undoubtedly. He undoubtedly. His, undoubtedly. I, think he's, I think he's got good, raw attributes as a central defender. He's quick, he's strong, he's comfortable on the ball, he reads danger well. Now, what he needs, again, for us to... He's, again, he's the one in a similar situation to Henderson. He needs to play for us to discover, are you good enough to be a starting centre-back? But Oli's back pairing is Maguire and Lindelof. 
who are too yeah. similar for me for them to be a good centre back partnership. Like yeah. I agree with you. If you paired what either of those guys with a Bayi, then you've got a solid enough backline partnership. But Oli seems to a not want to deviate from that, and b Bayi can't stay fit anyway. Um, yeah. So what will happen is Tuanzebe when he plays, he'll get played left back against Arsenal. Then he'll come on playing a back three against PSG. Then you'll randomly play him at right back in another game. How was he supposed to build up any? Consistency. He hasn't played at this well, level. Well, the question before. comes back to Oli then. The delicate is a question. It always comes back to Oli, bro. It always comes back to Oli, man. And that's the problem, isn't it? Uh, so I just want to get some predictions on on the game. So uh, tough game, you know. Tough game. What what minute? Do you, what minute do you think Sue checks going to score a header? Thirty seconds. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably about. 22 minutes in, something like that. 20, you know 20 what, that, that is printing money. I, I don't care. That's printing money. They should actually just not do that bet no. anywhere. Yeah, Harry Maguire masterclass coming in tomorrow. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it probably will go. I've, ne- I've, ne- I've never I've seen, seen one of those. Match, I don't even know what one of those looks like, Akka, to be honest with you. So it I'd probably like will go. You know, Man United are, sorry to cut you off. Man United are, are literally a team where, like uh, Akka says, Harry Maguire will have a solid game and then the problems go away for a little bit they hide away and then you know it all comes when, when we lose a game or we lose a game like to Sheffield United it comes all crumbling back we have this big podcast we do it again and then you have another good game it literally that is carbon copy by United mate right now my thing with Maguire, yeah, and I said it when he's had he's had these patches of good form, and then you know how it goes, or the fans start saying, oh, you lot are all quiet about Maguire now, aren't you? you ain't saying, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm not going to criticise a guy who's doing his job. Same with everyone else. What I won't do is over-exaggerate, because the thing about Maguire is his weaknesses are just weaknesses that cannot be hidden at this level. And no. all it is every game is... Just a matter of time until those weaknesses are exposed again. Look at Fred, Mocha. Look at Fred. <laughs> Fred's just a prime a example. Everyone's, yeah, everyone's all of a sudden saying he's not good enough. When, when in, a, in two months ago, everyone was lauding him as the best midfielder in the club and saying, yep. Fred, the pass to the Fred and all that, mate. This yeah, is what happened yeah. about United, man. It's disgusting. The way I got abused for Fred, you would think that he was prime Cruz. The way his fans came into my mentions, I couldn't believe it. He, um, he, has, yeah, he has a stand base. Yeah, Fred has a high Fred man. has a stand base in our club. It's crazy. It's crazy. Get me out, man. Uh, Get even me out. Way he, like, he took off his jacket and like, he didn't even <laughs> wait to unzip it. He just threw it off like, and he came <laughs> on the pitch. And, and like, he started smiling. I knew he was fucked now, but when he came on the pitch yeah, and he started smiling, I knew he was finished from then, man. He ain't serious. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He's here for a jolly up. He's here to get his shots off, yeah. not hit the target, let why the midfield bypass him about. Why did he keep shooting with his right hand? <laughs> with Mick, oh, look, um, I've been saying this since he first come. Like, I say this all the time. Why are you shooting with your right foot? You know, he's only scored one goal for Man United in the Premier League, I think. And he yeah, scored yeah, with his right foot. And that was the most extinctive goal you will ever see. And that was luck. That was all luck. I don't care. Listen, see, I celebrated, though. Great finish, man. No. Great finish. <sighs> but, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, the, o- the only thing I know is that Sue is going to cause us problems. I think it might even go to extra time. Yeah. Know? Could be good chance, man. Solid team, West Ham. Very, very good base. 
You know, yeah. look, he's good tickets. Antonio's out. Antonio's out. So that's a good thing. Ah, he is. Ah, Look good. at this, man. That... Michael Antonio got a whole club in club on the ropes. Trust me, man. man. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah, but, um, uh, Marshall, I'm expecting Marshall to start. Uh, I think Dan James will get a run out. Van der Beek, Matic, Mata, Tellez. Um, yeah, I think some of those guys are going to come in. They haven't they haven't played for a while as well. And Europa League around the corner too. They need mm. to get some uh, legs under them. That's another. That's another competition we don't need right now, man. Bloody hell, man! I mean, yeah, I don't mind it, but nah, now, man. I mean, I didn't mind it when I thought we'd play the young players, but now we're in a position where we can't. We can't even do that. It's like, mm. it's like seriously. It's people uh, right speaking now. About, United, you know? what it is, speaking about, speaking about, sorry, Alan. Yeah, if you're not going to win the league, yeah, the real progress for me would be getting second or third and winning the Europa League. You can't, that, you can't do that, You can't do that. It's I never happened before. Happen, Saeed, but what I'm saying is, for me, that would put me at ease as a fan because it says, oh, you course, know what? Yeah. Like we're getting somewhere as a football club. We're getting in title races. We're picking up European trophies. We're doing something. But if you're going to make a meal of it and come fourth or not even get top four, then you know, it's, it's fine margins, man. It's fine margins for Ole and the team right now. Like yeah. you said, it's one week is hot, next week is cold. It's fine margins, and they need to fix up. Yeah. Speaking of the young players, um, the the streams for United reserves went up consi- considerably last week as um, Ahmad Diallo made his first appearance at any level for the club, made against Liverpool. He scored two goals. Big Joe Hugo scored four. Uh, we beat them 6-3. And the other night versus Blackburn, it was another crazy game. I even forgot the score. Was it? I can't, I can't well, remember the score. 6-4. 6-4. So, um, yeah, Lo- loads of excitement. Uh, we have no centre-backs. That's why that, that's why we keep conceding goals. Um, but our today we've got news that Shorite, Shor- I can't pronounce that Shor- name. Shor- Jesus Christ. No, it's not Shorite, whatever you said, Elijah. It's not Shortire, Saeed. It's <laughs> Shorite. <laughs> He liked it. <laughs> <laughs> he went. He went. Nah, nah. It was... like, I, I ain't gonna pronounce it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna duck out. It's Shori Tere. Yeah, he's Nigerian. That's so it. Please, Shor- I always Shori forget Tere, that. Yeah, please. Let's let's get it right, please. Going forward, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So he signed. He signed his first professional contract today. Um, oh my guy. He got called up to the first first uh, team training. Uh, Medri was going to be, but obviously, um, he had he he gets kicked in every single reserve game, so he he went in a protective boot, so he wasn't able to join first team training. But they're looking for him to join first team training. Um, Ahmad has starred in both games. Joe Joe Hugo, my shooter, my guy, the guy who Rodney seems to hate for some reason. I don't know, but um, it seems like we've got. A lot of attacking talent coming through, and that's not even talk about McNeil and Pugno or whatever the Spanish centre midfielder. We've got Galbraith, we've got Garner out on loan. He went back to Nottingham Forest, who seems to be doing well again. Laird at MK Dons picking up form as well, and Mengi's just joined Derby. So, what do you think about the current crop coming through? Are they going to break break our hearts like Ravel and Lionel Cole when? Tunnicliffe did or do you think they're gonna 
add, add some good squad depth in the future. I think I think this current crop is better than that crop. All, all in all, like when you look at um, obviously, I think uh, that crop with like Larnell and Demania were sick. Like Ravel and whatever were sick, yeah. But the standout player was Ravel. Do you know what I mean? And then obviously Pog. Pogba was always like there and thereabouts, but the star boy was Ravel. Whereas here, we've got players in the under 23s that are like 16, 17, yeah. And some of them are all at like a, an except, they're all at like a similar level in different positions. Do you know what I mean? Like, again, obviously, Ahmad, we bought. Yeah, so Diallo we bought, but again he's at a, he's at a crazy level already. Do you know what I'm saying? And he's only 18. Um, uh, Hannibal we we bought, but again he's playing 23. So he's what 17. Do you know what I mean? Um, Shola, I'm not even gonna uh, fucking <laughs> say his love. Shori Terre, Shori Terre, So Shola, Shori Terre. Yeah, we uh, um he is like seventeen or whatever, and I think that and Hugo he he is what eighteen or nineteen or whatever. They're all exceptional in their positions, and I just think like it's a a a a yeah, just an exciting crop of players, and I can all see them fitting in and being squad depth for in the next two years. You know, I I, I don't know. I, I think that maybe like next year they're probably gonna get like more games in whatever cup competition we're in. Hopefully we get like shit teams early on or whatever. And then I think like the year after that, I think they'll be like proper kick on, man. But I'm very, very excited about this proper player. Uh, as long as they want to stay, I think they'll stay because they've got their ability. Um, just to say about the ages, um, Medri turned 18 last month. Hugo turned 17 in October. Shori Tered turned oh, 17 no. recently. Um, and... Ahmad is 18 and a half. McNeil, uh, he, he's another one who's really good. He's going from Man City. Very, very good. Uh, I think he's 18 as well. So, um, yeah, we've got a ridiculous crop. We've got ridic- No, he is 17. He turns 17 think, in September. I think so, they've, yeah. obviously, they've made a concerted effort to focus on the youth. Like, Medjury's coming for 10 million. He came for 10 million at 16. So that showed yeah. you the path that he was on. Obviously, Ahmad, we've brought him for 25, possibly rising to 40 based on performances. Uh, McNeil, we stole him from City. Hugh Hill, we stole him from Sunderland. We grabbed the left back from Real Madrid. Um, mm. So you're he looking at the fact. He, he, he looks pants, by the way. But he looks good going forward, but he looks pants. <laughs> Somebody compared his gait to. Um, Gabriel Heinsohn, I saw a clip and I, and I saw a bit of that still. Um, mm. But looking at our team and where we're desperately lacking quality, I'm expecting at least three or four of them to, to eventually become starters for the first team. Medjury is obviously a standout in central midfield. Um, the heir to, to, to Pogba and the like. Uh, you're looking at Shori Terra, uh, looking at clips. He, he's fantastic, man. An attack-minded player. He can beat you with his right foot, left foot. He can score goals. Um, just exciting, an exciting talent to watch. He's been at the club since he was nine years old. I always love those kind of players who, these clubs spend millions and millions bringing players in from all over the world. And it's the kid who's been with you since he was four or five years old that ends up being the one that's the, the gem in the academy. Um, Ahmad, it's a matter of time, to be honest with you. With where our right wing is now, um, I would ideally like to see him playing for us already because without even seeing him, I know he's better than Dan James. I don't know. No, no, no. 100%. I don't, 100%. I don't, 
I don't need to see him to know that he's better than Dan James. So um, I'm hoping that we will get to see him once he gets his, his legs under him. Um, Hugo is bagging goals, but I can't tell. He's like, he's a big lad. He stands out physically at that level. So I'm not sure how that will translate to the top level. McNeil, though, looks like an absolute baller. Right foot, left foot, can beat players, can curl it in, um, can finish, variety of finishes. He looks like a proper problem. Um, if two, three, four of these guys don't make it through to the first team and become regulars, um, we would have failed them. Um, but I expect us to because we've made that effort and that's the history of Manchester United, you know, uh, bringing young players through the academy and they become um, stalwarts in the first team. And with the market being what it is, with COVID having the effect it's had and it will have over the next few years, being able to get first team calibre players in who are coming from your academy so you don't have that transfer fee on them, it's going to be priceless, man. It's going to be priceless. So we need to make sure we hone these guys as well as we can and, and, and we get them playing for the first team as soon as possible. Um, I, I, I wanted to ask about the guys on loan, like Laird, Garner, Chunk, uh, um, <laughs> and Mengi. Uh, what do you think? Uh, do you think once, well, when they come back next season, they'll try, they will be integrated into the first team or do you think uh, they're more shop window. Chong is shit. Chong absolute, needs to be Absolute bum. Absolute bum. He's a certified scrub. We, so, we loaned him to Germany with the hope <laughs> he could get some stats up so we could sell him. Couldn't even do it there. So we have to loan him to Belgium, man. Just give us our five million and let's keep it stepping, man. Fucking shit, bro. Led's good. Led's good. Yeah, Led's no, Led, great. But Led's going to put pressure on Mambisaka next year. Uh, I wanted us to keep him around now, to be yeah, honest so with you. He should have been playing this year. Stupid to send him on loan. And uh, Mengi, um, and you said Ghana, right? Um, he was doing well at Watford. Uh, I think they switched managers, didn't they? And, and they, the new manager stopped playing him. Um, I, I, I searched their names and I looked for clips on the internet after these games and the uh, Nottingham Forest fans have been waxing lyrical about him. I even voted for him man of the match in their the last game. <laughs> uh, didn't, didn't watch it. Didn't watch a second of it, lads. But at the moment that at the moment that I voted, he he had like forty five percent of the vote. So uh, I'll go and check. But I think he even got man of the match in his first game. So he's um technically comfortable uh, midfielder. He can distribute the ball. He can pick it up from defenders. He's got a good passing range. Got a good strike on him. He, he's mobile. I know he's really really highly rated in the academy. So out of him, Galbraith, Medbury, you're looking for one or two of those guys to make that step up and become starters because Matic is going on, um, Fred is shit, uh, Pogba, there's always the chance that somebody on the continent will, will splash the money, especially with how he's playing at this moment in time. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing these guys come through. And I think what we're probably going to do going forward is on the Patreon every couple of weeks or so, uh, just have a Patreon piece where we talk about the last couple of weeks of youth youth games, who's playing well, just to keep you guys posted on what's going on. Yeah, um, regarding Ghana, um, people say he started well. I watched the comps of that. He wasn't playing well. He he was playing within himself. He was doing the sad, sad, stupid stuff that he usually does. When he, he, he gets really nervous, like at reserve level, he'll be confident take the ball out and do stuff like that. I, then gets the first team, gets within himself, starts fast side to side. But apparently he hasn't been doing that at Nottingham Forest, which is good to see. And then sometimes I do forget he's like nine, 19 years old. So. But it's hard for like Garner because he was best mates with Mason Greenwood. 
And you look at what Greenwood's yeah. doing and what Garner. The thing with Garner is he has to fill out a bit more physically. He's playing in a yeah. in a more physical, physically demanding position. So I think in the back of his head, he's always thinking like, man, I need to do something or I need to, you know, just not make a mistake because like his man, them like uh, Mason, I've already made it. You know, they might be going to Mason might be going to the Euros. Um, so I think he feels that pressure and he play he does play within himself. But I think as he gets older and he fills out. He'll be much better, and he's got the the technical ability with his feet and the way he reads the game and passes the ball to become uh, a pivotal part of our engine room down the line. What I really like about the academy, uh, just to touch back on it, is there seems to be a conveyor belt at the minute. So it's it's gone from sort of Rashford to Greenwood to Shoriteri, and then you know you're looking at Twanzebe to Mengi. There's there's a conveyor belt coming through now. I mean, we talked about the team with uh, Ravel, Pogba, Lingard, and then this team, but you're forgetting the team in between. You had Henderson, McTominay, Rashford and Tuanzebe from the same team. Yeah. When you have them four names, that's going to be four names for me that are going to be at the spine of Man United going forward in this decade. And you're looking at captains and vice-captains there for me in them, in them four players. So I do like this conveyor belt system and I do think from the current crop, you're going to get at least three making it. For me, the three that will make it, definitely, I have no doubts, are going to be Hannibal, Shoritere and uh, Amadeo. These three are going to make it and I think hopefully we can get a couple more out. And the lads that have gone on loan, I think Laird will, will come in and do well. Mengi might take a year or two, but he'll, he'll come in. He's got the attributes. He's, he's got the, the playing ability. He's going to come, come in and do well. But the conveyor belt is, is quite heartwarming. It's good to see. That's, that's about 10 years then, if you look at it. It's 10 years of academy players, from Rashford and these guys to the ones that we're talking about now. It's 10 years worth of getting players through the academy, local lads, getting them in. Um, from a young age, and it's always a bit sweeter, like we know, when when your own lads make it. Agreed. It Just to read it out for you guys, that's one hell of a player you lot have in James Garner. He played an outside of the cross-field pass that made me question my sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a pass below, so listen, he started well, Elijah, yeah? No, 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 yeah, he started, he started, he started well at F- 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 Forest, that's fine. That's fine, but at but at Watford, oh, at Watford, yeah, I do remember the coach saying that he could he could do more. He was playing within himself, yeah, definitely. Yeah, they're mad though, at Watford. They're batshit uh, crazy. At Watford, they are batshit crazy. They go through managers like in underwear. Like it's hard for him to make an impact. Yeah, I know, but that was in like his first game, and then I think by his fourth game, they all said they said someone said, "Wow, we just saw Garner play his first forward pass and, uh, and I'm like yeah <laughs> 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 I'm getting <laughs> we, factor, we factor in the, the fact that they're definitely a team that are looking to get promoted so in terms of maybe he's more thinking don't make errors don't make errors but at a forest yeah. because they're kind of a mid-table kind of team maybe looking at um, playoffs he's kind of got a bit of a more of a free reign to show us a bit of what you can do lad just 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 hooping you know yeah. so yeah, I, I, I dig it. I dig it, man. I've been hearing his name since I've been here in Greenwoods, to be honest. So I, yeah, really, yeah. I really would like for him to make it too. Same, because I actually do have a lot of faith in him, but he makes me doubt by myself a lot because, man, he can be such a p- pussy sometimes. He looks so skinny. and yeah, I just Physicality, that's the issue for him. He looks so skinny. Like... I'm just scared he'll never fill out. And I'm just scared if he doesn't, then... Uh, uh, we got a few. We got two listeners' questions. We can quickly go through. Uh, which striker should we look to get in the summer? And you can't name Haaland. That's that's I I put in the Haaland clause, but yeah. I like um, yeah. what's my man's name again? Uh, Inter. Um, uh, La La 
Lataro, yeah, Lataro. Yeah, he, 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 I don't know. I, I like I like that he's bullish in it, like and he scores like different types of goals. I don't think he's world class, but he's still young and I feel like he's got more about him as a centre forward than what we currently have. So I know like two seasons ago they won an eighty million, then I think like he kind of fell off a bit. So yeah. I, I I'd gamble and, and go for him because his first season he was looking really, really unreal. And yeah. I, I, again, I know some players uh, have potential to fall off, but when I look at attributes in it rather than like what he's currently doing, and I feel like he has all the attributes to be a top level number nine uh, for me. Um, he, he is kind of similar to Agro that he is he's very used to playing in a front two. Um, and I feel like the conversion to playing as a lone striker will be a bit tough for him. So, um, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, he does go missing games a lot. And to be fair, Lukaku has picked up a lot of his slack recently, which is painful for me, me to say. Could be, could be Conte clause, man. Hey. Conte, that guy's a, yeah. he's a demon, isn't it? So I, I take the risk in it because I don't think there's anybody out there but Haaland. Haaland. Who else? Like, I don't. Said, what I was going to say to you is depending on how the, I don't know how the season is going to play out but let's just say we come second or in the top three we might win a cup and Spurs come eighth or wherever they are at the minute and they you know Mourinho implodes yes we have to go out there these guys yes. you know, just to go back to the Glaziers and jump on the Super Bowl hype these guys went out and they got Tom Brady in America so for me if Spurs come eighth and we come second and we're in Champions League football and they have no European football and we win a cup and they've got no cup competition, they don't they don't win the League Cup, you have to go out there and put a big fuck-off offer in for Harry Kane and just say to him, enough messing about, it's time you come leading like a real football club and might win actually something. Yeah, you can say that, Tobes, but... <laughs> you're, you're only talking about <laughs> Spurs man in a blender, man. Listen, uh, if he's there... Yeah, uh, listen. There, the way the season plays out, I mean, that would show me intent. If they came eighth, we came second or third. We won a cup. They didn't win anything. We've got Europe. They've got nothing. You have to put an offer in for Kane. You have to go out and say it'll cost too, too much. Kane. It'll cost too much, man. It, it, it's not worth it's it. So did Tom Brady. Uh, so did Tom Brady, Mariah. Yeah, but let's not. Let's please, please. I can't <laughs> don't fucking kill me. Uh, what was I going to say to you? Um, what are you lot's thoughts about playing Greenwood down the middle? Not yet. <sighs> If you want to win, no. Not if yet. You want to win like, if you want to vibe? If you want to vibe, yeah. If you want to win something, like, no. Are we I ready to like, win, though? Are we ready yeah. to win? I don't think we yeah. are. We're, track, we're striker away, in my opinion. We are not a striker away. We are a striker and a DM and a right back and a I right wing. Think, I generally think one striker takes us there. It, it, it doesn't. A world-class striker makes the I, difference. I promise you, a world-class striker does not make a difference. to, to A, a world-class it, it doesn't. It doesn't. What? Listen, we was literally yeah. banging out with everybody, yeah? Like, the only thing is, is our defence is letting us down. But if we've got a striker just banging in every chance and that, putting teams to the sword, I personally Look. just feel he, take, he takes us there. Look, you see with, you see with teams like... Spurs right now, you see with Arsenal, like, what team do you see where you see one guy that is banging out and they actually win, win the league? Who, who, who was actually the last striker who banged out? And they actually won the league? It was actually Van Van Persie. Most teams, you see their goals are spread about a, a, a bit more. Even even if you think about the one season where, where, where um, Salah banged out, they came fourth. When they start to share, share, share the goals out a bit more, 
They shared they, it with two it, men. Yeah? They shared no, it with two men. For, 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 for me, you actually got like 16 goals. And then yeah. on top of that... 16 league goals? Nah. You should have 12. No way. Don't fucking kill me, man. Was it 16? Nah, that man, not even 16. No way, let me check that out, man. You keep I'm talking to lad. don't you worry. Don't you worry about it, sweetheart. Oh, I got but, 15. Um, you got 15. Yeah, yeah, but, they actually, but they won the league last season when he got nine. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what I'm saying, two months. Got, but, yeah, so, but... They two up, man. Two months. <laughs> but, Rashford but, and Kane. But, 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 you, but you see it with, like, Man City. They share out the goals, even when... um. Chelsea won it, they shared out goals. Leicester won it, they shared out the goals. Like, right now, you don't really see teams relying on one striker to bang out. I don't think you, I, I, I don't think you're like bringing in one striker solves much for us, especially with the don't fact you that. Think, yeah, let's say you bring in Harry Kane, yeah? His, his we, goal, the, our number nine really goal will be the 20 goal a season striker. Rashford's goal, mm-hmm. goal output improves because he's got some of the quality to play off. Bruno's going to bag his goals. Bring Ahmad in as well. Greenwood. Marshall on the Brent. That's a lot of firepower, brother. Tom, hey, we, might, we might get 103 points, bro. We might get 103 <laughs> points. We might get 103 points, bro, if Harry Kane comes to this team, bro. It is. Okay, but, Signature signing. I mean, but, I would love to see it because I've always, I've wanted Kane for a long time. And it's, it's pissed me off he that needs to do it for his career. I don't want to go into Spurs too much, but he needs to do it for his career, man. He's wasting yeah. himself on Spurs. I'm Mourinho. I don't know the, what the problem is, he has three. He has three. They're just gonna price us out. I just think they're gonna price yeah. us out, man. Hundred and fifty mil, I do. Damn, I don't want it. I don't want it for hundred fifty. For two, give me two years. Hundred and fifty mil. One hundred and fifty for two years. Two years. He's got. He's next to Dudley. Give me you can't run. Man. Yeah, you can't. They should never make you the CEO of this <laughs> club, man. That's not one league. One league. I'm that's done. One K, one league. We're done. One fifty. You are working, You're working. You're working. You're working. You're working. You're working. You're Am I the only one who can't hear Elijah? Oh, I was getting confused, bro. I was, I was stuck there. I was like, wait. So I pretend to be frozen like everybody else. I was, I was frozen like this, yeah. I was like, whoa. I pretend to be frozen like everybody else. I was like... Oh, man. I think we, uh, we, we lost uh, Saeed. And it seems like we've also lost Elijah. Uh, it just so happens that... Wait, uh, I also... I'm still here. Oh, there he is. Oh, All right, shit. he's still here. Go on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, which which DM should we get in the summer now that party is off the market? Basuma or or Douglas Louise? Obviously, Douglas Louise is a myth because we know what happens if we go in for him. But uh, Basuma and somebody said something the other day that I forgot. Douglas Louise, Basuma, and there's somebody else that's like balling out right now. I can't remember, but um, I'll, I'll remember in a bit. Oh, what do you not? What do you not think of Phillips? I'm not. I'm not his biggest fan. What do you not? Nah, think of not. Him? not I, I did want him before when, when he when he was in the championship, but nah. He's decent, but he doesn't suit us. We need um, more. I think. I think that um, he's good, and I think with Leeds, the way Leeds play football, I think he's exposed a lot, and I do, and I've seen an intelligence in the way he intercepts stuff, but. Um, yeah, I think it will just be a big shock coming from the Bielsa Ball to Vibes. Where I think he'll be good he's... if he went to 
I can see Phillips going to Man City. Yeah, yeah, he would, he would definitely be good for City. Definitely be good for City. Um, I think um, no one, no one taking Neves. That's what I'm nah. Worried, man. Nah, I man, think, nah. I think, I think he's got more to give, man. He's only 23 as well. Like he's been playing yeah, football. You know what, it's mad because people act like he's 27 and just. A nah, it's only 23, oh, bro. 23, like, man. 23, and he's got like all the attributes in it. I just feel like um, at Wolves, he's like exposed tactically, same similar to uh, Phillips. Uh, but Neves, when you see like just technically, he's unreal. I I I, I do question his mobility. But again, if you want to be possession heavy, I think that's fine. Um, um, it's just about obviously having the right pieces. But I, I definitely rate Nevis highly. Cool. Yeah, I mean, cool. he's got attributes, but nah, man. I think especially because of the guys that we have behind um, the DM, we really need somebody who's mobile and is going to sweep up a, a lot. Um, and Nevis has just been comfortably um, out- outplayed by that savvy veteran Moutinho and, and this is a washed Moutinho doesn't sit well I mean, with that's unfair though man it's, that's, a, that's a position for an older states, statesman so I mean no, no, man. He got Porto, Porto got rid of him um, he's come oh, from, that's he's because got, of tough. FFP man so that's, that's definitely because of FFP Boy, so what they couldn't yeah. get rid of anybody else yeah they couldn't get rid of anybody else. I don't Someone know. Of I that that Someone, was... of Someone of value. Someone of value. Yeah, but they, you can't value. tell me they don't have multiple players that they can't get money for. Mm. I don't mm. know. But it, they, they, come <laughs> on, man. You know, you know Portugal's a factory. For me, it's like, yeah, yeah you know Portugal's a factory. Would, I, wouldn't I rather, wouldn't you rather, obviously I don't know the inside, this is just a hunch, wouldn't you rather sell, sell two man and get the uh, Ruben Neves fee, knowing that, okay, in two, three years, Neves is going to be worth 60, 70 million to us, then you just get rid of Neves thinking maybe the value doesn't go up as high as you don't think it's going to go. I don't know, bro. Nah, uh, obviously, nah, I didn't watch him at Porto, so I can't say in it. But I, I don't, I don't really, yeah. For what, how much he'd cost and what I've seen, nah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, last, uh, the other question. Where, uh, where do you think United should go from here after the disappointing draw? Do you forget the league and focus on FA Cup and Europa or keep pushing for City in the hopes that they slip? We, we, can't, keep give pushing, mate. we, can't, we can't give up. Like, like I've said, like, I never thought we were title challengers, but there's still a season that we need to negotiate. Um, we still need to accumulate as many points as we can. We still need to improve the team, build up patterns. I think Oli's going to get his contract renewed because he, he's doing well enough, I think. They don't think this is a league-winning team. Um, definitely understands the club, and they'd rather keep that than maybe take a gamble on a bigger name and potentially it not work. So um, he just needs to keep trying to improve as a manager, keep trying to improve the players week in, week out, and, yeah, try and finish in the top two or three teams. I think bare minimum, I think bare minimum, we have to get our, our points record. So, not points record, sorry. Uh, like So, basically, the most points post-Fergie. So, bare minimum, that's what I expect. Um, so, that'll, that'll be 82. Yeah. So, bare minimum, I expect um, the the most points since Fergie. Ferguson Yo, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The most points since Fergie, yeah? So, yeah. we've played... Um, 82. Um, 
So that's 15 games left, which yeah. means there's 45 uh, points to win, and we've got 45. We've got 45 points already. So to get 82, we have to get 36. Four draws, 11 wins. Boy, I think I think it's possible, but um, that that, that would be a good that would be a good season for me if we don't win the league. I think we should, but um, that would be a good season for me if we if we get nearer that total. Uh, hopefully we beat that total, but we can't just be getting seventies and that man or sixties or. So I'm saying that's fucking shit. Uh, let's like, let's show some some sign of improvement. And to be fair, like Oli and Woodward, their whole remit was we win the league 2021-2022. That's been the briefing for the last two years. Is the project is 21-22 is when they they are aiming to win the league. Do you know what I'm saying? So um, this season we need to see sure progression yeah where we finish and our points total and if we don't win it this year and i still think we have a good opportunity too but if we don't win it this year um them and have to invest heavily in the summer because that's the plan and everybody knows this is the plan so there'll be no excuses ah well um that that pod actually made me forget a bit about the Everton free free for for some reason. Therapy, and, therapy, brother. And so now, the fastest. What what are your thoughts, Elijah? What what's your answer to that question? Um, I I do feel like we should continue going. I feel like it's important to if we even if we do fail, it will be experience to build on. So you saw with Liverpool failing to win win the league. Uh by just a point with City they went on again and they they went over the top and then even with the Champions League they failed against Real Madrid they went again the next year and went over the top I feel like it's important to try like try and then fail because you, you will learn from that so I, I, I don't I, I don't like the way we've negotiated being talked about as title challenges the players have been except for Pogba the players have been pretty meek about it, and then Solskjaer even saying, "Oh, we're not tower challenges at all." It's just a bit weird for for me, because um, even me, I don't think we are. But you don't come out and say, it. "Don't act," you don't act like it. You don't play like you're scared to drop points. Like they 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 play like they're scared of like just losing and just happy to be there, like um Carragher said. But um, yeah, I do feel like if we do get there, we need to do what. Um, like I said, what, what Liverpool done, what City done? If you get the, if you get there and you're almost there, you need to invest heavily just to make sure you get over the top. So, like Seb said, if that's the aim to win the league next season, they have to invest heavily, and it doesn't even have to be like a massive overhaul. Just two, three quality players, and that's it. They change the fortune of your club, but um, there has to be a mentality shift as well, because. Um, the way we play is just very weak. Uh, we have the thing is, it's not, it's not, it's not a young team either. Like it's like that that team that that was out there. Apart, I said apart from Rashford, Wambasaka, and Greenwood, they were all over twenty four year, years old. It's not a young team. Like you have Lindelof there, Maguire, Fred. Oh, sorry, Tomine as well. But, but there's still Cavani. Like Cavani is a is a serial winner. Bruno, like. These are big men, and they're capitulating. Rashford's like, been in the game for five, six years now. He's been playing at this level. He's, he's comfy at this level. Um, yeah, but I mean, like the, to, winning, to... the, the winning mentality is different. Like you saw, like 
it when you saw it with Ronaldo and Rooney in oh five oh six and oh six oh seven. There's a bit. There's a bit of a difference. Once you've won something important, you see there's a bit of a difference in them. But yeah, I mean, yeah, this yeah. I, I, we need to go by. We need to go about find our own version of James Milner and go get some. Yeah, you know what? James Milner is like, but this it's so few and far between to find a player of his quality at his age and having won what he's won that could still go on for that amount of yeah, time. We need to go find somebody. We need to find somebody who's experienced and that's one in key areas and that can still play a season or two. And then also, again, so for example, with the free free game, when the first goal goes in, that experienced player is going to know what to do. He's been there mm-hmm. before in regards to nerves, he feels it or whatever. These are the key why signings. Didn't, why didn't Matic come on? It's so weird the way he exiles Matic. It's so weird because even last season, the first half of last season, we could not keep keep, keep a clean sheet without him. And once he started games, kept getting clean sheets, kept our goals considered went all the way down. He doesn't, appreciate, he doesn't appreciate the reading of the game that Matic has, and it's it's shocking to me, scary in fact, that he he um. He attributes running around to actually doing something. Fred does not give you the defensive stability that Matic gives you. Fred does not give you the ability to link play between the midfield, the defence, the attack that um, Matic gives you. Uh, Matic will be exposed at times. When we get caught in transition, he'll be exposed. But that happens. That's football. Um, And you'll concede some goals. But I'll take Matic's positives um, over what we're getting from Fred in his current iteration and the fact that he's completely annexed him it seems like he's not even coming on like he's a perfect player you bring on come on yeah and just calm it down just slow the game down calm it down he's happy to do that man he does that in his sleep so the fact that Oli's not using him at all it is baffling it's baffling to me I can't lie to you guys man it's a team though isn't it it's a team with like all the technicians in the team so Matic, Matt, Van de Beek yeah these guys are on, on the side watching on and they must be thinking you know just hold the ball pass it around move it around, you know, that's all they have to do. It's not like Everton were, were beating our door down and mm-hmm. they were, they're going to score any minute. All we had to do was just hold the ball a little bit better and we would have closed it out with heat. Like we weren't even under pressure where we needed to bring on a defender. They, like, told you, like, they didn't have a shot and he didn't make a save. They didn't do anything. Like, we gifted them the point. Yeah, that was so poor. That was so, so poor. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just lack of experience from the manager, just lack of experience from the players, but... Both of them are novel in, in the situation, so it's to, to, to be expected, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I, I guess we'll wrap it up there. Uh, hope you enjoyed this week. So, before we wrap up, yeah, before we wrap up, yeah, before we wrap up, yeah, lastly, George the user over here, yeah, on the right. The reason Google why I came user, Google up, user, Google oh, user. Oh, oh, you to, oh shit, Google user, whatever your G- name generic, is. Generic, generic, Twitter, generic YouTube yeah. account. The, the reason why I came would come to us, yeah, is because we're a bigger team, pussy. <laughs> it's as simple as that. It's Manchester United and it's Tottenham. Come on, man. Like, like, show us some, like, show, show, show us a little bit of respect. Like, I, I, also, like when I said it, I did, I did put in the caveats of us coming second, them coming eighth. Us playing Champions League football, them not playing any European football. I didn't just say we're going to go out and get Kane. You know, there's obviously caveats, but yeah, if, of course. If it plays out like that, 
he's got to be thinking, oh my god, you know, another season outside of the Today's, Premier European competition. Save for Mourinho, not winning trophies. That guy yeah. is basically play, is basically playing two two roles right now. His 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 body can't can't hack that. <laughs> <laughs> But, it's um, scary, it's scary, man. Yeah, um, we'll wrap that up there. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure that's to... That's see party, pussy. Yeah, that party. Wow. Yeah, man. <laughs> nice to see you, brother. Like, subscribe, comment, use the hashtag. Uh, the visuals will be out on Wednesday. Uh, hope you enjoy it. Peace. Rashford, he's in here. He scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scored. Thank you, man. Vibes in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might thank you. Only chance in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Vibes in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might thank you. Only chance in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Sports Social Podcast Network.